Welcome to Rediscovering the Bible. We are humbled and honored to be here with you. The purpose of this show is to channel the authority of Scripture by presenting the Bible to modern people from its origins. The Bible was not written to us, but it was written for us. We can and should act on what we receive from studying it. We are back. Episode 11. Oh, 11. That's good, right? Yeah, almost done our dozen. Yes. I had a little bit of a break, but... You know, the summer is always challenging for everybody. Everybody either is on vacation or gets sick. Yeah, first or at least... I say that about every season, don't we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so, but we'll we'll pick up where we left off, and that's First uh, Peter two, um, and we'll try to cover from verse eleven through uh, chapter three, verse seven. Uh, right, so it'll be it'll be some uh, an, an interesting topic today, yeah. I think. Especially applicable to us in the yes. world. So, um, you want me to read eleven through seventeen? Yes, that'll work. Dear friends, I urge you to strangers and exiles to abstain from the sinful desires that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles, so that when they slander you as evil doers, they will observe your good works for the glorified God. Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority, or to governors as those sent out by him to punish those who do what is evil to praise those who do what is good. For it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. Submit as free people, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as God's will. Honor everyone, love the brothers and sisters, fear God, honor the heads up. All right, so that's a lot. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was this passage does not condone or try to put forward that one type of government is the correct type, right? It's not saying that we we ought to have an emperor or a republic or any of those things. Right? Correct. I think this applies the key, to where you are. Yes. So 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 the key is understanding it in its own context, and once you do that, then how do we apply it to our culture, and 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 how can we correctly apply it to uh, how uh, without violating. Um, the principles of the scripture, how can we apply it to our culture? We don't have, you know, the, our, our government is completely different, but the principle itself is uh, submission and obedience, right? And so, and so how can we apply it with it, w- within our culture? Uh, and the only way we can do that is, is if we understand what's happening in their culture, how they were able to work through it, and then... Um, uh, uh, then we see how can we apply it uh, through what's happening with us today. One of the first things he reiterates here is this notion of strangers and exiles. Yes. We are sojourners just passing through about. And I, I think a lot of us get admired, we get bogged down, being American, being Baptist, whatever. Yes, uh, that's, that's, I think that is the biggest, uh, um, uh, one of the biggest and hardest thing for us to uh, put the scripture in, in in its right context because we tend to say God, family, and country, right? But in rea- we say that, but we don't put that in that order. We don't we don't we don't think in that order. We think uh, family, country, God, right? 
we think in a different order than than what we say. Uh, and so understanding your identity, right, first makes it easier for you to understand because uh, understanding who you really are. That within that identity, uh, it helps you realize the things that you can do and you the things that you cannot do, right? As an American, you can do everything. You can try everything. You can do anything. You sky is the limit. You work hard enough. You know, the American dream, right? Uh, as, as a Christian, you can't, right? And so first you have to to realize what what is my identity uh and then how can i work from from there right and peter the theme one of the themes in in, in peter is is um and he goes back to the same thing that elite exiles right he goes back to their identity that you're not from here you you're sojourners you're uh, uh you know you're just passing by and so understand that once you understand that then you realize how can i behave with the uh, with the laws that men have put in place, understanding that I'm not necessarily uh, an American first, that my identity uh, is, is I'm a son of God. Uh, I'm not of this world, right? The, the popular thing that was in the '90s, not of this world. Uh, but that still holds true. That's still reality. That is our identity, right? We are a, 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 a holy people, different. We're supposed to be at least, uh, and so. How can we, as, as sojourners, how can we behave uh, in, 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 in a world here? How can we be citizens of, of, of this world when that is not our true identity? And that is the question. That is what, that, that is what Paul is addressing, right? Uh, we're not going to behave like the rest behave, but we are going to behave in a way that, 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 uh, that deals with who we really are. He encouraged the, the readers to, to behave well, Basically, it's ethics on how you live, right? So, how can you have good ethics and behave uh, in, in a positive way that will testify to others of God's grace? And and that in itself is difficult because in this country we are divided politically, right? We have the conservative conservatives and you have the liberals, right? And then a few in between that are lost, but but that's, those are the main things. Um, and so. How can I, as a conservative, if I want to put myself in, 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 in that group, right? How can I, as a conservative, uh, testify of God's grace and live uh, with a good behavior towards uh, others that are not uh, in, 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 my, in, in, in my group? And so politically, that doesn't work because we are against them and they are against us and there's a war there, right? That's why we're so divided. Now, but that's politically. Um, but how can we do it as the sons of God? How can we do it as Christians, right? How can we show and testify to others uh, God's grace? Uh, and what Peter here is, is saying is that, that the evangelistic role of a Christian uh, is, 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 it develops by the good works that we do, by, by, by living a holy life, regardless of the response that that we find in the social settings, right? So it's not going to be popular. Uh, it's not going to be popular either way, right? Because you still have to hold truth um, and, and live in a certain way that other people would question you. But but the idea is not, to, not for them to question you because you're a bigot, but the idea is for them to question you because you're doing something different 
and it's good. And even when they're lost, they can ask and you can testify to the goodness, right? So it's really about being an ambassador. Yes. We have to let go of our, our idea of what citizenship is because we are a stranger. Yes. And so the, the, the idea for Peter, right, is that the, the, the primary purpose of good works is not to, to, to get praises from people or from other Christians, but the idea is for non-believers to be praising God, right? To be praising God for the slanders to be to be silenced and for pagan husbands to be converted. So it's, it's all these things, right? He's, he's giving us an ethic way to live that when others look at us, um, instead, it, it, they can quote, there's no question about our ethics and behaviors. Unfortunately, that's kind of hard in our culture today. I mean, we, we see pastors, uh, these people that are, you know, out there and, and on the public eye, and, and they're the ones that are giving a bad name to to their identity of, of being of being uh, a Christian. You know, that's not what Peter's ideal is here. Peter Peter's saying, look, you got to live a life worthy of a uh, um, that in a manner that when people see it, they they they'll praise God for it. It's interesting that he says here. Uh, and they slander you. It's not it. It's that they will. It's even kind of a, an encouragement. Like when somebody slanders you and you're trying to do something good or honorable, so that's a reminder that you're on the, the right track. Yes, yes, right. And so verse 12, I think, is is, is the one that the key, the key, key point to the beginning of, uh, of the submission of authority that he's going to continue from from. On verse 13, right? But verse 12 says, keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of the visitation, right? And so the, 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 the idea is that because your deeds are so good that you, you didn't give them any wiggle room to do anything else but to glorify God, right? Even if you hear it sometimes when people don't, don't believe in God, uh, I've I've hear testimonies from from other non-believers that they're like, you know what, I don't agree with what they say. I don't agree with that, but but that's an, you know that guy is he's he's good, he's legit. He he he's he never gets in trouble. He does the right thing, um, and so that is the idea of Peter here, right? That that <laughs> in other words, the way the, the way I would put it is that. Let your actions uh, meet your words, right? Don't just say I'm a Christian and I'm a believer and I'm all of this, but then our actions are completely something different than what I, that identity is. Uh, because when when we do that, then of course the the one that is, you know, it, it's, we we help unbelievers unbelieve, right? With our actions sometimes. And so then and then he he jumps into this theme of of, of submission. To authority, right? And and submission in our culture, it's it has a negative uh, feeling to it, right? Every time uh, uh, we we speak of submission, uh, we automatically assume that it's a bad thing. In the context of Peter, submission holds a different uh, a different thing than uh, than what we tend to think it is, right? Because submission doesn't mean that, and, and the and the reason why. It, it, it carries a, a negative tone to it. It's because people that are in power, they take advantage of that. They they 
they take advantage of the power they hold. And so therefore, in our culture, that submission is a negative submission and we want to fight the man, right? And so, but, but what are we to do with what God tells us here and through Peter, right? How do we get to a point when we submit to authority? So the word literally may take place under it. Yes. But uh, he also uses the word in verse 16, slave. We have to be God's slave. That's an even more outlandish word, you know, especially yes. yes. nobody's slave. <laughs> I mean, but that's, and that's a theme in the New Testament, right? The whole submission is a theme in the in, in the New Testament. Uh, Romans 13, 1, let everyone submit to, to the governing authorities, since there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God, right? Like if, if you believe in the sovereignty of God, um, you'll know that that's true. Uh, I mean, it, it's, a, it, it's a theme not just in Peter, but in the whole New Testament. So, do you think there's a, a notion of everyone, I don't know how to phrase this right, but kind of everyone's in the same boat. We are going to be a slave to something just compared to yes. status. You could choose to be a slave to Jesus, or you can be a slave to your own whims, or you can be a slave to the world. You cannot escape that. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a funny thing, right? Uh, because uh, we tend to to claim our freedom, uh, but in reality, we're not. We, we always have a master. We always have something we serve, something we do, right? Um, and so the, the, the interesting thing here in, in these passages, it's, uh, it's the idea that, that you submit as free people, right? And so that's, I mean, there are three phases of, it, of in, in, in the standpoint from which Christians should operate in themselves through the governing authorities, right? Uh, the, the first one is that you su you should submit as free people, right? So believers have been ransomed by God, by, by his blood. So we are free in that sense, free of the sin, right? And we're no longer subject to the futile lifestyle uh, of this world. And so our submission as believers is never uh, a, a, a come from a place of weakness, but a place of strength. We submit because it's the right thing to do. Of course, as long as the laws of the, law, of the land are not against the laws of God, right? But, but let's be honest, uh, uh, there, is, there is something inside of human, right, that even though people deny it, the whole moral law that, that God had placed in us, um, Everybody wants the good stuff. Everybody wants to be a right citizen. Everybody, that's what the reason we have laws, right? To protect and to serve and, and, and all that good stuff, right? And so that, so we submit to those laws. We submit to what's happening uh, around us and we do it, but we don't do it as, as somebody that, that, that is against the man, that, that we, we're not forced to submit. We do it as free, per, as, as free people because we understand uh, the moral loss of God, right? But there's still this element where he's saying, he's, uh, he's saying submit, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the emperor at this time was, uh, was it Nero? That, I mean, yes. It wasn't a good person. It wasn't somebody who was keen to give Christians freedom. Nope. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was, you didn't even have the freedoms you have today that I see in social media, uh, people bad-mouthing the president regardless of who's in office or, or the government in, the, in that time. I don't think you would, have, you would do that, right? And so, uh, 
the, the submission for for that could you imagine the submission for that in in their context in that time these guys were persecuting the christians right and they were to submit to the authorities of the laws that they had right and so in a way don't make it harder for you when you already know you're being persecuted right because doing the right thing uh will have an impact even even the people that are persecuting you and it's also important to understand there's a difference between submitting and compliance compliance is if you tell me to do something and i say yeah okay i, I agree I'll, I'll go ahead and do it or uh, i want to do it anyway and so i'll go ahead and do it submission is half the time doing something you don't want to yeah you know and, and so the, the way it, i think that is the reason why we have progressive Christianity today, right? Because we're trying to progress with the times. And so we tend to think that it doesn't apply to us because for some weird reason, the idea that God does not, does, does, didn't think of our time whenever uh, his word was being written, uh, which is most start when we said on that thought that, that in our minds, we, we at that point have created a God on our own image, comparing him to who we are and how we think. Uh, but if you look at the context of it, it it's, it's that that thing that we have, that, that thing that we have inside of us that is always to go against uh, against what we think it seems right or, or, you know, what we think it seems it seems wrong, right? And, and, and so Peter does a good job explaining, explaining it, look, this is not necessarily because uh, because you are to be slaves of that. This is because you are to do it as, as, as free men, right? Uh, and then you do it, you know, without the idea that you're not going to use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Like how many how many times you heard people that they want to break the law because they feel like they're not bound by the laws of the land because they're Christians, right? And so. Uh, what Peter is, is making clear here is that don't use that as an excuse to, to do evil, to get away with certain things that you think that you ought to get away with because it's, it's, it's you know, it, it violates your, your certain rights that you feel you can get away with. Yeah, like, like you mentioned earlier, there's, you know, paying your taxes is one thing, and that's something that we have to do. Uh, a murder, on the other hand, that's a different realm. Where you, <laughs> it's not something that you necessarily have to follow. And that's why he says, uh, fear God, right? Because what, how is God going to treat your response? Or if you cheat on your taxes, God, probably not going to look pregnant on that. Yeah, I mean, so it, God, it, it, and we can find a good excuses to shoot in our taxes, right? The government, uh, the government is not with a good. Uh, uh, they don't help themselves with how they spend their money. Right, or maybe we don't agree on how they spend their money. Whatever reason it is, we find a good a good reason to to do that. And that's a, that's an easy one. The IRS is an easy one. There are more difficult ones that, that we tend to to go against, right? And so we don't we don't you know we don't use that our freedom to 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 make excuses to do the wrong thing. Uh, and, and so that is the the idea here, right? You submit as free as free. You submit because um, you understand. Uh, that, that you're not going to use the freedom that God has given you of your forgiveness of your sin to go and sin just because you can be forgiven, right? And so, and then you have to submit in a way on how you will serve God, right? So how, how do you serve God? So you submit, right? You, you, 
see that's that's the thing that's understanding your principles understanding who you are right and, and if you can you do everything you do in life every decision that you make you do it like you're doing it for the lord then we have this revolutionary life right um and 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 and, and, and it will be a life of submission because we're not submitting just to to to, to the laws or, or to the government, we're submitting to God, and by submitting to God and being obedient to God, everything else that we do, we do it like we're doing it for God, uh, obeying uh, a God, and then uh, it changes completely everything, regardless of the persecution and regardless of how uh, the things are against us. Uh, to, to understand the context of what Peter is saying, the government was against them. The government was against the Christians. A lot more. They didn't have the freedoms that we have uh, today. Uh, and he was still telling them to submit to the authority. Authorities that were, in some cases, killing. Yes. And so we use, we use our freedom uh, that God has given us, and we use it uh, in a way uh, that honors him. And so because of that, we submit. We forget the, that part of verse 14 at the beginning. It says uh, these authorities are sent out by him, or in some translations, like they're appointed by God. It's not by chance that these people come to rule part of God's it's, it's, it's part of God's sovereignty, right? Disrespect the leader, you disrespect the leader who said these things. And, and, and let's be honest, we all question our government authorities, right? But you start thinking, how in the world did that guy make it there, right? Uh, but if you believe in the sovereignty of God, you understand that there's a plan behind that you might not understand at the, at, at the moment. And, and what God is doing behind, right, is... All we have to do is, is, is trust him, be obedient to, to what he says, and we'll be okay. Stop trying to control everything and everybody and allow God to be the con who controls everything. So in the latter part of the chat, goes on a bit more domestic. Yes. Yeah. And so that, there's three main parts, right? Uh, the, the, you know, the govern, governing authorities, um, and then uh, living as a servant of slaves in those times, you know, that, that the slavery was there. Um, to today, in some parts, like, I believe there's still, there might still be slaves. I know that we have uh, slaves in a whole different manner in, in this culture today. But we can, we can apply this uh, when you serve or, or when you have a job, right? How can you uh, submit to, to, to the rules of the job that you have, right? Um, it, 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 it seems like it's simple enough that they're paying, they, they're giving you a paycheck and you have an agreement that you will abide by their rules when, uh, and, and they have the rights to fire you or not, whatever, right? But we still, um, do, do we really submit to what we have agreed whenever we go to work, whenever we have our jobs, right? Or do we even <laughs> <laughs> and, and so... It's a, uh, it, it's a different, it's a, it's a different thing, right? So how we, uh, how do, how do we behave? The whole idea is, is ethics, right? Ethics, how do we serve with submission to the authority uh, and submission to, you know, to, in, in, in the case here was, uh, was servants or, or slaves, right? And how they do it uh, with, with reverence uh, and, and, and respect. We can apply that to our to our jobs today if, if we're able to do that right uh, with reverence and respect according to who we are that everywhere we are everywhere we are not just on how we behave ourselves with the with the laws but how we behave ourselves 
um, whenever we are at work, uh, can people tell that by the way we behave and by our way our ethics are, can they tell that we are different, that there's something different about us? And that word reverence is kind of heavy, right? Because we, we're taught by the Bible to revere God and that, that sense of awe, so the one and only, but he says we ought to have that same thing. People put in charge over us, not just respect, but an understanding that they're not accidentally in charge. Yes. Someone appointed them. And, 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 and then it comes to the big controversial thing, right? Is is how do how do you behave um, as a in, in, in your home, right? In, in a marriage relationship. <coughs> uh, it, it's funny how here uh, it starts with wives. And husbands, right? But it, it's it starts in, in chapter three. Wives be subject to your own husband, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without the word by the conduct of their wives. So the context of this thing is is that that they in the beginning, uh, when uh, non-Jewish believers will, will come to, uh, to, to they will become Christians or become part of the church. A lot of the times, the wives will convert to Christianity, but their husbands wouldn't, right? And so, what Peter is saying here is, by your conduct, you can win them over. And so, you submit to uh, to uh, to to them as your husbands, right? Not to not to every other man, but to your husbands in in that uh, marriage relationship, right? That and once you do that by your behavior, then you can win them over by uh, you know. And so that was the that, that was the context behind it in the culture in that time, right? That's Can you? Big common occurrence in the history of the church, right? Did you see that in China now? That way in Japan, and then back then, the women would come to believe women and orphans, and they would change society. He's saying this is how you go about. And so, when, when we read this this passage, one of the things that we have to understand is that we cannot add to it or assume. What the passage is not saying. What it's not saying in this passage um, is that uh, that domestic violence is okay. That's not what this passage is about, right? But a lot of times, even even within the Christian communities, there are husbands that are abusive to their wives, uh, and they use this verse to excuse their bad behavior and their sinful behavior, actually, right? Um, th this passage is not uh, address. Uh, abuse, right? And, and so it, we have to understand what what, what is happening here, uh, in order for us to to understand and, and apply it to our lives. This this, this is a passage for uh, for women that were believers and husbands that were not. So that's that is an interesting thing. So what is the uh, the difference between um, husband so, and believer? Okay, so th th there's a difference because if if a, a husband that is a believer, um, the call. For a husband, it is, and and if you are a believer, you 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 should understand your 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 role, and your role is in comparison to Christ, that died for the church as the head of the church, and so husbands, as as the head of your home, that is the kind of love that you should have for your wife, and when you have that kind of love for your wife, you don't abuse your wife, you don't mistreat your wife, you don't disrespect your wife, you love her enough that you die for. Her. That is the comparison, right? And so that is the difference there. Um, husbands should already know this. This shouldn't be a, a revelation to them. This is a behavior that they should adopt uh, as soon as they convert it to Christianity.
right? And you never, Jesus never mistreated the church. He, he died for the church, right? So it, it, an example of, of that kind of love um, that he compares to, to what the husband should be, um, there is no reason why a wife shouldn't submit to that kind of love. Just like you and I submit to the love of the Father because he loved us so much, right, that he sent his only begotten son uh, to die for our sins, to be the, the, the replacement uh, of, of the death that we deserve. He paid for us. And so we submit out of gratitude. We submit because we can never repay. We submit because it, we, we understand love in a, in a way that, that isn't comprehensible, right? Uh, and so there's no, no, not a question about my submission to God because of what he's done for me. In, in that same stand, uh, there shouldn't be a question of, of, of a wife to submit to the husband if the husband is having, is having the right attitude and is loving and respecting his, his wife uh, uh, like like Christ of the church. So that is the difference between the between the both, right? Of course, a lot of times we take the scripture way out of context. Um, we are abusive. We are sinful. Uh, and, and, and we want it our way. And we said that we're the men of the house and you should do this or you should do that. Uh, but we're not doing our part. How can we expect our wives to, to have that submission when we ourselves... Uh, are not submitting to God by not by not uh, uh, by not loving our wives in in, in that kind of unquestionable love. That is a well. So I had a friend who says you can tell all you need to know about a, a man by uh, how he talks to his kids and how his wife talks, because that reveals the quality of those relationships. They're close. You know, those are the closest people to. Yeah, which may, maybe that's how what he's driving at in the very last part of verse seven, where he says, "So that your prayers will not be done. We don't have that kind of relationship, proper, wholesome relationship. We are our witness suffers our relationship with God." And and I think the church, up to one point, did a dishonor by not speaking about the abuse um, that 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 our sisters have in silence suffered uh, in their own homes because they didn't have a place to go and, to, and, 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 and they have an understanding. And, and because of that kind of behavior, we see unbelievers that look at, at us and, and because we have abused the submission that he speaks in here, we have abused it. Um, and, and, and we have given a bad testimony, right? Uh, Peter, Peter here is, 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 you know, he's not justifying uh, the sin of physical, emotional, or sexual abuse. It's not justifying that. Um, and it is. And people don't, if you have an understanding of the Word of God, right, uh, we have, men have, have, have grabbed this passage uh, to even sexually abuse their wives, their own wives, because they feel like they have to submit to whatever they want and, 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 and whatever they want to do and, and, and that. It, and what we're not understanding that is clear what the Scripture cause a man to be like, right? So the expectation here is, is, is that, that, that a man should know um, how to be a man uh, without violating this and, 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 and using this, this text to um, emotional abuse or sexual or physical abuse his wife. Uh, it, 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 so that's, that's one of the things that we have to understand. So in, in, on, on the one thing, Peter is not saying that it's okay to be abusive. That's not what he's saying when he's calling for women to submit, right? Um, and on the other hand, this verse is not giving you permission to be abusive. 
right? So, uh, so th those are the, the, the things that we have to understand when we read this verse. Um, you cannot grab this verse, apply it to your life, and become a dictator in your home. <laughs> right? And that is the temptation there. That has Not only that has been the temptation for, for millennia, uh, but there's people that still are using this, this verse for that. And, 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 and we know believers. Um, I grew up in church. I know believers that have used this for for that same um, for that same thing, and and and, it, it, and so it is important that, that we are uh, led by the Spirit when we read the Scripture and we understand it in its own context, and then learn how to apply it to our lives, right? Yes, that is the reason why it's negative when we see this in 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 the context of marriage, when we see submission in the context of marriage, because. Men have abused their, 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 their not even their power, they, they, they have abused the position um, that is a gift from God. They have abused it to, uh, to basically, uh, you know, be immoral uh, with, with, and using this verse to, as an excuse to do it. And so this is not what Peter is saying, right? So, so um, if, if anybody's using this verse for that, uh, may God forgive you and may you find wisdom and understanding um, and, 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 and may you find uh, the understanding of what your job is as a husband and apply that to your life uh, before you decide to apply anything else to, uh, to, to anybody else. Yeah, especially the first part. If this applies to you, that means that you're not a believer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's talking to women whose husbands aren't believers. Yes. So in the context of Peter, uh, Peter... Uh, point was that the good conduct of the wives, because of that good conduct, right? Because of their testimony, uh, that that comes from from their relationship with God. Uh, because of that, uh, they will be they, they will submit in order to satisfy the has the husband uh, and promote, uh, you know, in, in that in that in that in that sense, right? It was important for women to promote the husbands as a good person, right? And, and so because of the behavior of the women, um, a lot of times the husbands were judged, right? And so it, so the context of that is, is a lot more than what we think, right? Um, basically, what Peter is saying is, look, because of your good conduct with the community, because they see your conduct with the community, whenever you go about and you walk and you go to the market and you do all of that, right, because of, of, of your good conduct for that, um, they look at your husband uh, and they and they're able to to say, you know, this is a good woman because of it's faithful to the husband, uh, and the husband sees that right, and because of that good conduct will be a good testimony that uh, that they will change and say, well, there's something different about these Christian women, right? Uh, so that's the idea of Peter. The idea of Peter is is, is to understand that 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 you you live a life of submission first to God. Um, you're not going to do something dishonorable only because he's not going to church with you and you decide to, uh, you know, make war at, at home. Uh, but you live in a life that is obedient to God and is respectful. Uh, and, and, and so because of that good conduct, the man might be able to uh, come to the knowledge of Christ. You, you know, it's too much to, to say that this tells us it's okay for a woman to manipulate her husband. I mean, that's yeah. what we're talking about. Right? It's, it's a good kind of manipulation. Than yes. We already know that the call to submission is for all of us, right? Submit to each other, right? But but check it out uh, on verse 7. 3-7 uh, reads like this. It starts with likewise. 
after he after he gave this command to 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 the wives, he goes to the man of verse seven. He says, "Likewise." So what does that mean, right? Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the women as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you. So the hierarchy here changes, right? Because what what Peter is saying that yeah, you might it. it we consider them the, the weaker vessel, but in God's eyes, they're you are you guys are both heirs, right? Uh, heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. And so it's it it, it it to simplify it, right? If you don't have a good relationship with your wife, you don't have a good relationship with God. Your prayers are hindered. Relationship is communication, and your prayers, the way that you communicate with God, is hindered by the way. Uh, you communicate with your wife. Verse seven is smaller than than what it is for the, the submission, um, but in verse seven it packs so much more, right? Because likewise, that means that you have to submit to, uh, and then you you live your wife with an understanding way, right? With an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, and and so you, that your prayers may not be hindered. It, it, if we read the Bible, that is a lot more, that is a more responsibility on the man than it is on the woman, right? So, um, it's, a, it's, so we, a lot of times we don't read that first. We just stop in verse six. <laughs> it, it is fascinating that he says in uh, verse five that the holy women adorned themselves in submission. They wore their yes. part of them. So you get the sense here, don't you think, that there's like a oneness in marriage. It is. Um, and, and not only there's some, and, and what makes the oneness is this complementarism, right? Uh, when we both uh, know and understand our obligations or specific obligations to our specific offices, right? When we understand that and we do it, then that is a blessing because then we become whole, right? I do my part, you do your part. And together, uh, uh, without, uh, without thinking one is less than the other, um, then we're able to to create this wholeness, and 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 then God's God's name is glorified in the midst of all of that. So, so these three sections, right? These three sections comes down to even though it gives us details on 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 the three aspects of it, right? Submission it gives us the details and and how we learn to apply those to our lives. Uh, but but. At the end of the conclusion of these whole three sections, uh, we can understand that uh, the people of God, who God's, who are God's special possession, that we belong to Him, uh, we cannot participate in the same sinful behaviors as the rest of the society, right? That the testimony of Jesus Christ is a stake here, in the proclamation of the gospel, and so Peter gives us Christians an encouragement and hope for how to live in the present social order without harming their, our testimony for Christ or the effectiveness of a witness. And that is the, that is the, 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 the that was, uh, that was Peter's point here, that, that we live our lives uh, according to Christ, according to, to him. And because of that, uh, and, 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 you know, his name will be glorified and people will see something different. Uh, and so, uh, in other words, our actions speak louder than words. I think that's a good, good end to today's program uh, and so uh, think about this submit to God and honor God and when you do that 
um, you will be obedient to the laws of the land. Uh, you would uh, you will be honorable uh, to to your job, uh, and you definitely would fulfill your role as a husband in your home, um, and, and and wives would be able to understand uh, that the submission is not an issue when you as a husband are 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 doing what God what Christ did for the church, and when we live our lives this way, um, we're witnessing. Christ to the world. And that's it. All right. So um. thank you for joining us today in rediscovering the Bible. More information, including study notes, can be found at rtb.para.church. If you have any questions about this episode or content you would like us to cover, send an email to rtb at cypressfellowship.org. RTB as in rediscovering the Bible. Good day and God bless you.